2: KPN-TFM. HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. Early morning after, we are in the Niccolo Vulture Studios. Doug, and look, Mark Hanna's on hold.
1: Is he really? Yeah, he's with Evergreen Wealth oh, Strategies. Okay,
2: he's going still... to give us a stock tip.
1: Okay, I'd like one. Absolutely. Buy stock in Jackson. It's rising. I agree oh. with that.
2: I agree with that. Thanks, Mark.
1: I actually credit your amazing heel turn on Balloon Party that you've taken. I mean, you've always... Kind of been walking the line, but lately it's it's very much been uh, Hulk Hogan esque. If you want to look at it, yeah,
3: NWO. Yeah, I also think out of nowhere, right? I think you also look and like just me, like my existence alone walking in there was it was a trap. Like I was not destined to be the old bait and swee Yeah, like I wasn't like going to do being a basketball fan. Like I wasn't I wasn't tailor made to be on one one. But that's the thing is I've I've crashed the party.
4: It's no fun to be called names like milky and pale. You know,
3: Sticks and stones, Doug. Sticks yeah. and stones.
4: All right.
1: I hope you don't I let respect, it get to you. I respect the young man for knowing who he is and embracing mm-hmm. his translucent self. Oh, really admirable. I like that. It's Thanks. either
3: embrace it or, or get ridiculed for it. So, And sometimes both. Well,
4: I don't know. One has to embrace her own financial situation, too, and that's why you go to Marcana.
1: Nice. This is why he's a pro. Yes, that's what I'm here for. I know. know. Indeed. Plan for your financial future. Make sure that you're handling not just your brilliant stock tips, but Mm -hmm. your entire financial picture, cash flow, liquidity, debt, investments, taxes, insurance, legal issues surrounding money. Put it all together, have a handle on where everything is, what it does, how it works together so that you can know that you're on track for your goals. So much of it is psychological, but then it's also about making sure that you're getting the right pieces in place across the board. And when you're done, then it's about, and when I say done, done with the initial planning because you're never done. There's an ongoing process as your life evolves. Then you stay on top of it and make sure that you keep on moving down the path for your goals. hmm Doug, is that what you're talking about?
4: Yeah, pretty much. Sounds exactly yeah. what talking and about. And you don't have to have a million dollars to invest to get started, do you? In fact, it's it's important you start as, as soon as you
1: can. As Tim said the first time that we spoke, he said it sounds like you handle everyday people every day, and that's exactly right. That's what he does. Now, we also handle those LaDue boys, but yeah. we're not going to talk about
2: that. Oh. Yeah, that's tough, and that's old money. That's just the way that is. It's all
4: it is. It's old
2: money. It's all old money yeah. just chopped up at St. Louis Country Club. What are we buying today? What are we selling today? Who are we destroying today? That's the yeah. three questions. All right, let's mm-hmm. go get some working out on the polo fields.
4: Your ancestors were probably very successful fur
2: traders here. Ac- <laughs> you know
3: what it is? Acquisition uh-huh. high. That's what we call a deal. Acquisition mm-hmm. high.
2: <laughs> I like that. Uh, you can find Mark at 314 889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. I can't say enough good things about this gentleman, the great Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies online at evergreenstl.com. Everyone needs a financial advisor. Don't think because you're 22 you don't need one. Don't think because it's late in the game for you. you it's too it's too late. It's not the way that it works. No, it doesn't It's so way. helpful. Uh, Mark Hanna, 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. Thank you, Mark.
1: See you later, guys. Have a great day. You too. All right, That's Hansi. the great
2: Marcann of Evergreen Wealth Strategies analyzing our portfolios as we speak. Right.
4: Yeah. Well, he's got a lot, a lot of money to work with with us.
2: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Michelob Ultra Studios. Okay. Ken Strode. Listen to the gallery. Yeah. There's so many people to talk to.
4: Who are you? You're supposed to be talking to the audience on this show.
5: Well, people were complaining about my, my baggy pants. And I was talking to Courtney. She was uh, complimenting my Tommy Hilfiger's with the nice slim look.
4: She was, was she?
5: Then I was talking to Jody about Down tickets, so. Okay. A lot going on in that break.
4: Well, some of us took a short break and then got back in time for when we were on the air again. That's
5: right. I talk to people. That's what I do.
4: But you're supposed to be talking to people on the air here, the listening audience.
5: Yeah, but I would say, like I was talking to Casey at last break. and.
4: But what if we all showed a little up late? late? What if all of us did that? Well, then
5: Blasey in here, Blasey take over.
4: No, what if he did it too? All right. Well, just
5: play a long enough break. We
2: can stay out. I'll stay out for 10 minutes.
4: Oh, for heaven's sakes.
2: Pretty simple. Doug, it is uh, now uh, 10 and a half hours away mm-hmm. from kickoff in Columbia, oh. Missouri. And, uh, and they're starting to gather to tailgate. They are? Uh, this is uh, this is it. You know, you win this one, you can't win them all if you don't win the first, right? And Eli Drinkwitz is uh, hoping to be able to utilize both Sam Horn and Brady Cook tonight. Uh, here is what he had to say about the quarterback situation, okay, and uh, using two quarterbacks in the first couple of games.
1: Yeah, I don't know, I, I don't know. I mean, um, I'm not going to go in. I went into this whole thing without preconceived ideas. What's best for our team in order to win, and and then I watched uh, the untold Florida Gators deal and saw where they, you know, played multiple quarterbacks. And I thought, well, crud, they did it know six. so Steel. we'll just
2: see. I'm not, I'm not backing myself into a corner, and I'm not going to explain myself. Uh, on
1: what the decisions are that this university our athletic administration and president paid me to make tough decisions I'm gonna make the decisions. I believe in best interest of us winning football games and and right now This is the best situation for us and how it plays out moving forward will play out to uh, give us the best chance to win
0: Yeah, well that makes sense. He said the same thing like eight times in a row and also, can I point out? Did he not know about Chris Leak and Tim Tebow before the documentary? I actually need to know that.
2: Uh, should I text Gabe to see if he can text him?
0: Was that the first time he knew two quarterbacks existed on that Florida Gators team? Doug, in 1990, was it seven?
2: I don't know. The John Cooper time. played Stanley Jackson and Joe Germain, a future Ram at quarterback for Ohio State, and Andy Katzenmoyer decapitated Corby Jones on my 21st birthday. Am I right Mm -hmm. on that?
0: I
4: think that's right,
0: yeah. I'll look it up. What was it, Matty Mock and James Franklin? Who was Franklin and who else were fighting?
2: Matty Mock and James Franklin, 2013. Didn't they play a dual system at And then they went down Uh and uh, stopped Trey Mason and Auburn and went on to play Florida State.
3: Michigan did it last year. Michigan, (laughs) or at least the beginning. Ed yeah, a McNamara and McCarthy. Coach you know what a they say, so if you have two QBs, you have no QBs.
2: That's from Heyman. He I
4: don't know. I think it makes sense to take a look at a couple, especially at the college level when you right. haven't really seen them play much. Yeah, one thing hard. at the pro, at the pro level, you, you saw them play in college and you see them play in preseason
2: games. for game. it, assuming that you have these games
5: at hand.
4: Uh, Yeah. You know?
5: Yeah. I think he's playing, two because he's not really sure which one should be a starter. You know, like, I'm, go through spring, and he still doesn't know who his starting quarterback should be. Well, the maybe,
4: they're the, they're, maybe they're right there at the same ability level, and he doesn't want to lose either one of them. You
5: like, know, why don't you I think just say that happen? instead of saying, I'm not going to give you my decision on this?
0: Why not? Well, it should be Brady Cook.
5: You but- gave us your decision. I saw something in 2006 that I'd never seen before. Hey, worked for them 20 years ago. That's what it took you to decide you're going to use two quarterbacks? I,
4: I don't know. I mean, he's got this Sam Horn that everybody thought was going to be a terrific player, and he hasn't hardly got to see the field yet. If you want to hang on to him, you better let him play a little bit.
0: Yeah, I bet the first throw from a Missouri Tiger this year is not from Sam Horn or Brady Cook. Who's it going to be? Look at this Plowhawk. I think Luther Frank, Burden will end around. I think so. I actually, I now? could see. I like that. Their closet. first play of the game, first throwing play. Maybe they don't do it the first play, but I see an end around Luther Burden deep bomb to Dio for a touchdown. They're wow! Not, they're that not inside gonna, word. I just think it. He's long the trick plays. I think he's gonna. I mean, it's a game. You're up. You're gonna win by probably thirty.
4: That's why you don't show your razzle dazzle.
0: I think I think they do it. I think it'd be fun to see. Well, if That happens, you know. Drinkwitz isn't calling the plays. Well, I don't think he is. That's why I think they're gonna win eight or nine games. I'm not no lie. Like I think Drinkwitz got in his own way in his own offense. Like I think Brady Cook gonna strive.
4: If there's a team you think you can beat physically, and I think this is one of them, you're not gonna show your future opponents some of the trick plays that you got. I don't think they home. would even
0: use that against an Alabama or an LSU or whatever. You know, that's whatever. when you might need it. I don't know. I, I just think he's going to have a little fun against the Coyotes. And I think that might be the first or second point of the game okay. there, Doug. Oh, could be. Oh, Tigers. Could
4: be. If it is, I don't think it's very smart.
2: Coyotes.
4: Unless it scores. You got some great first trick play. I'd
3: hang on to that for when you really need it. You have to set the line. What would you say to that boys?
5: This is the kind of team that has to win by 60 when they can. By 60? I'm going to I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna do 32 and a half.
3: I was going to say 24
2: and I know half. nothing about South Me Dakota. Me either. So That's I, I have absolutely no clue. Well, I Tim, it's a,
4: it's a team that they like the recruiting that they've done. <laughs> if they can stay healthy and uh, if the guys up front, if the, if the big hogs up front can, can do the job you know, they can cause some problems for you. They run the ball a little bit, and they throw the ball a little bit, and defensively, at times, they like what they do. Nice.
2: That's good analysis. Yeah. Now, therefore, I will set the line at 29 and a half.
0: Are they a D1 okay. team? Yes. Well, I have to ask. Sometimes people do play like that. No, you, you can't, can't play D2 teams. play an FCS team. FCS, you can't yeah, play, a, yeah, you that's can't play what, a D2 team. Yeah, I'm an FCS team, but this is actually a Division One opponent. Guys,
2: you show it tonight to make LSU practice for it. Jesus, that's from the no, total package. Don't. No,
0: you don't.
2: <laughs> Is Brian Kelly looking ahead? <laughs> Should oh. be. Florida Florida State, mm-hmm. Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Arkansas on October 7th? Should
3: be. Should I agree be. With Jackson. Subscribe to Power of Mizzou if he knows what's good to him. Oh, amen. Uh, Papa
2: Wrinkle says he doesn't care about Mizzou football and doesn't watch it, yet he hates the coach and wants him to be fired. Gatesworth <laughs>
0: worth him! It's from yeah. Phil the Peacock. Who, Damn. Said I, who said I don't watch Mizzou football? I think uh, you
5: the did. Peacock. Yeah, no, I don't see watch it.
0: Lindenwood University has a better recruiting than a lot. Man, they're they're killing it.
5: You no, know what? Uh, South Dakota has uh, eight quarterbacks on the roster.
4: Mizzou
3: has like seven. It would be fun if Lindenwood got to be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it'd, be, it'd just be good for the region. If yeah, I wish it More would. teams were competitive, like okay. Illinois, Mizzou, even Kansas. They got eight a, quarterbacks and four of
0: them are sophomores and four of them are freshmen. South Dakota isn't even on like the. The recruiting ranking list. Like, are they? Are you sure they're D1?
5: Five of them don't even have pictures. They got gray mannequins. Mannequins. Yeah, look at that. They don't even have pictures of their players in there. I like that a <laughs> you know, Great ghosts. Wherever they're not pictures, they're like you see on Twitter accounts.
2: Well, the maybe Cogs? they left school. I
0: bet they're gonna destroy these scripture team. quotes.
2: Uh, Doug, Nick Saban uh, is not going to share a depth chart before he takes on Middle Tennessee State. Uh, Take a listen, if you would. Hit the lever, Plowsy. I know that, um, you know, your number one focus is not on the
1: game. Uh, It's on the depth chart. Mm -hmm. And, look, there's a lot of competition on the team. Uh, And when we put a depth chart out, you all think that's, like, final. Like, this is, like, etched in stone that it's going to be this way forevermore. Uh, just because we come out of fall camp, then that's where it is. But it creates a lot of distractions on our team, creates a lot of, um, you know, guys thinking that, well, this guy won the job now and I'm not going to play or whatever. And quite frankly, you know, we don't need that. Um, and I want all of our players to continue to compete, can continue to compete for playing time, uh, to try to play at the highest level. And I don't want anybody on our team to think they're a backup player or whatever. Um, and you know the depth chart kind of does that. I think most of the players on our team know who should start in the game and who shouldn't start. Um, but that's something that they do day to day in terms of the way they compete and the way they play. And nobody's
2: entitled to play and just put it on a piece of paper and say this is the way it is today. So uh, I apologize for that. No, but
4: it is what it is. First of all, let's get the mic a little closer to the coach.
0: How did they not have one mic closer get to That was off channel two, wasn't it? It sounded like it. Is Saban, like, now forcing them to stand, like, 100 yards away? I don't know. From a I, I like that.
4: Paul Feinbaum came after Saban for that. Yeah,
2: so I had read what Fein- Jackson sent it over in one of the links last night. I would read Feinbaum and Tim Brando. Both came after him for it, so I was expecting it to be uh, more than I thought it was. And I yeah. know you're... Critical of of Saban and Belichick and guys like that, I didn't think that was that
4: wasn't horrible. But he did have to a take a f- shot at the media at the beginning of it. You guys focus on it because you're stupid. <laughs> I'm the only one who knows football. You then, guys are all idiots. And then he always turns it on.
5: You're hurting my players. You're gonna say it's etched in stone, and then my players right. think, "Well, I got the job." It,
4: I understand his sentiment. I, I, I can I can see not having a depth chart, but I think he could have handled it a little more gently and not he blame he had the media chart. for it. Mm-hmm.
5: Didn't
0: he say he had a depth chart, though? Oh, I'm sure he has one, but they're not, he's not releasing it to the media. I actually like his answer. Yeah. actually makes sense. I'm now, surprised that that not. got
2: the reaction it did from Paul Feinbaum and, and Tim... Brando, just Mm -hmm. for the record, Feinbaum said, what I don't like, and every time I say this, people in Alabama get mad, I don't like the bullying of the media. Don't bully people because you can. Saban's made a career in Alabama and maybe elsewhere of bullying those who are weaker than him and don't have the ability, and that's just not a good look. That's my only complaint about this.
4: Yeah. The the
2: premise there may be accurate, but I don't think that 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 audio was necessarily the example to use the premise. Concur. You agree with that, James? Yeah,
3: because when I heard it, when I I, I read the article and then heard the audio, and I was like, I, I agree with what Doug was saying at the beginning. He kind of gets on him, But at the end, he's like, I apologize, but this is just what I'm doing. It, it was kind of like a magnanimous answer.
4: Unless there was more bullying in that press conference that, that we didn't just
2: hear. Nick Saban's not delivering a depth chart. It's beneath him, despite likely giving the guys calling the game some semblance of lineups, wrote Brando. He should be above that, but clearly these days he's not in the best of moods. I got in some trouble a few years ago condemning Jim Harbaugh, and head coaches can say or do whatever they like in today's environment. Why bully is local media in such a manner? When much is given, much is also expected, Mm -hmm. and the GOAT needs to act like the greatest as opposed to using your brand as a bully pulpit, and that's all this is. Using it's etched in stone is a bit much when the truth really is my quarterback room ain't what it used to be. Tim Brando.
0: So Tim Brando just takes a shot at Saban in the media, and is wondering why Saban is not a fan of the media. Do you see the irony with what Tim Brando just said? Well, the media is holding to him fire a, back. Absolutely. You don't just
4: have to take it all the absolutely. time. Absolutely,
0: but, like, what Brando just wrote is a hit piece bashing Saban on why he's not talking to the media. It's like it, that's a prime example why he doesn't care. For one, he's above the law there in Alabama, not only at the university but statewide. he's The highest paid state employee, the dude can do whatever he wants. Yeah. But like you writing a little fluff piece with a couple thousand people reading it isn't going to change that.
5: He's been doing it for years, so I'm sure they're all getting upset every yeah. time he does it. It's not the first time out.
0: he's ever been a
4: bully. He's a bully.
0: He is. Oh, he absolutely is, but who cares?
4: Well, think the media good, has a right to fire back change. against this was not the worst example of it, but the media has a right to to question him I and to have, criticize be as critical of him as he is of them. I'm not a fan I of would
2: tell you that uh, Nick Saban is one of i don't even know i would say 25 plus and i think you may agree with this doug because we both had to do it college coaches basketball or football who conduct themselves like this because usually they're in small towns and that's where the new younger not necessarily as well compensated most of the time there are examples of exceptions uh are working and so they can but nick saban sound bites and nick saban himself gets interviewed infinitely more than the head coach of take your pick of you know middle of the pack non-SEC school or other SEC school that doesn't have the cachet of Alabama but my point being there's a lot of Nick Saban attitude out there from coaches to the local media it's just Nick Saban has been in the position he's been for the last 15 years or so with being you know the top of the, uh, the pack. And so I think it gets more attention when I think there's a lot of guys who actually act like that.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. When you're one of the best, you know, Bobby Knight was that way and Jim Boeheim. But what I'm mantle. saying is there actually guys
2: who aren't the, one of the best and they act
4: still act that way. Right.
2: That's yeah. what I'm saying. And that's kind of what comes with the college coach in small town thing.
4: Saban so, had a few incidents on national TV where he was kind of nasty to the sideline reporter. The whole country sees that. And instantly don't like him now, and so now they're ready to jump on him every time that he does something that might be a little bit questionable.
2: Gentlemen, we are focusing on the absolute opposite of what needs to be discussed here. It's not about the hit piece in general. It's about why the hit piece was put out. It's to distract. He's getting already ahead of his opponent by mentally jogging their minds to get into their heads. It's a beautiful tactic and approach. That's from Pout Pouts Lanai. I don't know. Yeah, he's getting pumped up to beat a team he's favored by 40
4: Hill
2: no
5: I think uh, if you and if I'm not mistaken in the clip he said I do have a depth chart so you're condemning the media for asking about a depth chart and then saying and then you put it in their head you guys will have a session stone and my players won't try so I don't believe in depth charts but you said you had a depth chart so I don't understand why getting on the media talk asking about a depth chart when you're blaming them and then say you have a depth chart
0: well because if they if he releases the depth chart to the media the media is not going to talk about the starters. The media is going to talk about who isn't starting, stir up drama among the players. I mean, that's kind of how the media works. I get Sabin's an ass, but Sabin's also super smart and has been around the league, for or around college football for quite some time. He knows what it's going to do. The kids are going to read these articles about how you know, much better player X is than player Y, and then you get to the transfer thing. You know, thoughts in their head, and then they don't practice, and they hardly want to play. It's like it's a trickle-down effect. All
5: right, I'll stand down if and you're if you're right. I may not had, be. No, but if he has a depth chart and just doesn't show it to the players,
0: that's what I think. Then yeah. I
5: understand it. Then I don't I understand think the players what know. So if he just has a depth chart for him and his coaches, and the players don't see it, then I get what he's saying.
2: Sit this one out, Ken. Oh. The adults are talking sports. That's from the Manigan. Well, if you don't understand
5: what I'm talking about, then you're an idiot.
2: Oh. When your local media is a bunch of submissive John Talties, that, that leads to media bullying. It also can lead to some good shower sex oh. and some
0: Alan oh, doesn't, Dadeville. doesn't lead to that. You know, Taltie doesn't care either way, a savings release in the depth chart. Uh, he may have... He got his fluff piece already ready.
4: He may, Sabin may use the old bunker mentality where it's us against the world. And Kirby those, Smart said everybody was doubting him last year. Right, even though they were picked to be. It no. it everybody was. outside this locker yeah, room hates you. They're all coming to get you, including the media. They're all bad. It's us against everyone else.
5: That's a way to pump up your team if it needs pumping up, but. I mean, I don't believe him at that locker room in Georgia said, what, we're underdogs? Nobody's believing us? We're the number one team in the country.
0: I would imagine down there in 28 five-stars still left on that Georgia team that nobody... Yeah, nobody
4: thought they could do a darn thing. I imagine <laughs> Alabama gets nothing but glowing press reports about their football team, and that's been the case for 15 years or so. Easy. Can you imagine anyone being really critical of Alabama football? Working in the Alabama media, but it,
0: it, it, you can't be because then you have zero access, and then there's no stories to be written because you can't talk to the coaches. You can't. You, yeah. you no, know, you're just a. Well, how
4: do you? Be, how would you be constantly critical over something that's had just amazing success?
0: Well, uh,
2: here's what Larry Thornton says, Doug, and as you know, I'm a Larry Thornton lemming. Uh, reality is setting in at Alabama. His offensive line is subpar, and so is his quarterback. He is no longer the king of college football. That title's in Athens, Georgia, and he knows it. That's from Larry Thornton. That's mm. not even close to true, right? Like we're we're not. I don't know. We're not Georgia's won two in a row. We're, we haven't seen somebody win three in a row since the 1930s. Is that correct? Is uh, my nurse checked on uh, that? I, have, I don't know the years. So we're tell. counting Coolidge, Hoover, Coolidge, Hoover. In the 30s. Coolidge was gone
4: by the 30s.
2: But he was responsible for what Hoover inherited and then FDR tended to. Yeah. And Nick Saban.
0: Nick Saban had nothing to do with the Great Depression or any of that. So now people are off of Nick Saban in Alabama is a has been. When did that happen? No, when not did... a has been, just number two, maybe, number three. But he's still the he's king not... of college football. I don't, Kirby Smart is not, the longevity is not there. Nick Saban, the king of college football. He'd gone through like eight recruiting classes.
4: And maybe he's afraid he's going to get knocked off the mountain. If he hadn't been already. He currently
0: when number two. When somebody but... in the
4: next state over has won the last two national championships and is a favorite to win a third, maybe you're not the king anymore.
3: The last team to go three in a row was Minnesota, 34 through 36. Oh. FDR. Yep. Yep. It was, it was credited to FDR.
2: It was. He
4: had nothing to do with it. And it was his
2: fireside chats where he would no. go through the polls?
4: No. Boy, those Golden Gophers could play back then. Clem Haskins.
2: On their message boards. Doug, uh, college football playoff championship odds. Georgia plus two thirty, roll todd plus five forty, the Buckeyes plus seven seventy, uh Michigan plus nine ten. Those are your only three digit odds. USC plus a thousand, that uh little antebellum, Brian Kelly, plus thirteen hundred, Clemson plus thirteen hundred, Texas plus seventeen hundred, Florida
0: State plus two thousand. How about Missouri? Rolling. I'll tell you right now, I don't think Georgia makes the playoffs. Wow. The final Tank? four. They have this year the play. Do they have a play in game this year or like just the a four. F- they still just have the four. Missouri's, Missouri's plus
2: zero. ten thousand, Doug.
0: Okay. I'm like I'm gonna that. lay a take. I don't think Georgia make the final four. New All quarterback, right. I just don't think
3: Helen
2: Dadeville is about to come for
0: you. Yeah, big time. There's a lot of good – I mean, I th- like I said, I think Florida State is equal in terms of talent-wise, and they'll have an easier road have as you well. you really studied the rosters of <laughs> these teams? Not <laughs> really, no? Doug. Not really. But I just uh, – I'm going to make a <laughs> – How would you say something like that? Doug, uh, know, you worked with me for a while. Okay. When have I ever checked a depth <laughs> okay, chart? Okay, I'm sorry. A roster. You can't I'm even get sorry. a depth chart of Alabama. Ooh. That's true, yeah. And I'm pissed about that. No, I, because I, you would study the depth chart if they came out with one? I think Georgia's going to finish sixth in the polls, Doug. Say, wow. Where'd my other, I'm admitting. It's, just, it's a take.
4: It Why a take. I think that? Just because of know. a different quarterback? I'm sure it's a five-star guy who has set all kinds of high school records. and I, I've seen it. He's like 6'3", 220. Looks just like what you'd yeah, I know. he's a great hot. quarterback he got, to got, know, eight he percent He's fat. Is
0: he really? No, he's not. He's kind he's of not hot. Kind of looks like a Ren and Stimpy version. Yeah, oh. not really that good looking. But very, you know, top, I mean, you know, it's mid-range. Like, the mid-drift is very sexy. Uh, Doug, oh. the uh,
2: Bulldogs will uh, take on UT Martin. That should be a good one.
0: Gosh, I hate the football scheduling.
2: No, uh, mean, I well, hate they, they'll bounce back against Ball State the following week. God, pick uh, on someone your own size. They will. They'll take on Beamer Ball uh, on September 16th at 2.30 on Ash. And uh, then from there, should be fun. To see them play UAB.
0: It won't be. Man, they're going wa- to be start one and three. Uh,
2: uh, then they go down on the plains to take on Hugh Freeze. And that is their September. Uh, then we'll see them take on the Wildcats, the Commodores, uh week off before getting ready for what used to be the co- world's largest cocktail party. But we can't say that <laughs> you know, anymore. Why not? I don't know. I just know that that's the thing. You
4: can't say cocktail? You can't. Suggest that college kids might be drinking before a college football game? It's
5: 2023, Doug. Can't do that anymore.
4: <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out which, which word is it that's offensive.
2: They will uh, then have to uh, see if they can handle the Tigers between the hedges on November 4th and then hottie toddy, good God Almighty, on November 11th at Knoxville and at Georgia Tech. It's not the most imposing schedule. I don't think they lose a game there. It really isn't.
4: I would like to see when Mizzou goes down to Georgia, Drinkwitz takes some hedge clippers with him.
2: And start w- trimming shrubs? And, w- and
4: when Mizzou gets ahead, just start cutting those hedges. That's what I want to see. Out well, it sounds also. like him. <laughs> yeah. If anyone would do it, he might be the guy.
2: I agree with the hawk, and this is turning me on. That's from Mr. Fong, owner mm. of the dildo shop.
0: Oh. Nobody's winning three in a row, and they're going to have a slip-up. They're gonna lose two games and be out of it.
3: Is one of those games gonna to be to Missouri? <sighs> oh come on, it wasn't that, <laughs> that deep kind of the two.
4: Uh,
0: I would say no, but I still think they get I mean Missouri You're high on these Tigers. I think well, Missouri, man, Where's Missouri's losses, Plowhawk? I don't know. I think Missouri has a top three SEC defense, and they have a lot of people coming back too. The offense But they gotta be great
4: people to be coming back. Just because you're back doesn't mean you're a whole lot better. I mean, their D-Rob, losses will be to Chad Georgia,
0: Bayway. LSU for sure. I think either you beat Kansas State or lose to South Carolina or vice versa. I think that might be. And Arkansas is a coin flip. You know, you got that one, Lynn. And do you play Tennessee again this year? Yeah, I play okay. Tennessee every year. So yeah. that, probably Tennessee. So there's four oh, yeah. losses. Not moving forward, I guess. Eight and four or eight and four. Yeah, you eight know, we, and four, gave, we
2: Balloon Party gave you the Orioles this year on opening day. I'm not giving you anybody here necessarily, but I'm going to give you a to short. My short is the volunteers. Really? If you're interested in a short okay. this year. There's because of my, Derek Dooley? There's my, and that is because of Butch Jones and Derek Dooley.
4: Get this and then we're off the field.
2: <laughs> uh, Tennessee's win total this year, Doug, uh, if you want to bet the over-under, and I don't know if you are betting no, it I'm or not, or not really. it is nine. And unlike Georgia, which Alan Dayville says he hates the schedule because it's so easy, he says their third string could go undefeated with that schedule, Uh, the Volunteers have a little tougher task than the Bulldogs outside of a trip to Columbia. Uh, They will host Virginia, and that is on Saturday. Jackson, I thought you said they played Virginia on Sunday.
3: Well, I I messed up the dates, and I said a bunch of different uh, teams, but no, they do not play. The best game Sunday is that – that one game that now I can't remember, so I shouldn't have brought it up. Come on, Casper. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, while Jackson looks for that, let's t- look ahead to September 9th when Austin P comes to Knoxville. Oh, God. The gubness. I don't like it. Well, it's always a September tradition in the SEC, and that is when Danny Orfel and Peyton Manning meet, and they will do so in Knoxville. No, this is in Gainesville. I'm just telling Doug to hold his hot mitten up.
5: Doing a photo shoot. Okay. No, I'm just getting some social
4: <laughs> well, media. it okay. Plowsy has delivered
3: some scorching takes. LSU FSU Sunday.
4: <laughs> and the th- the idea that he put such thought into what Missouri will do <laughs> against Georgia with his deep sigh. <laughs>
0: Was had was really, really, really into that
2: it. That was
0: and <laughs> Yeah, because uh, I wanted to give a take, but I didn't, couldn't yeah. get Doug one. Doug, they'll bounce it.
2: back from uh, the uh, Shocker in Gainesville by taking on UTSA. And you might go, what? But UTSA, kind of a little sneaker play. I don't know. Uh, then it's uh, Beamer Ball, A&M. At Roll Todd, at Kentucky, against uh, Jimmy Calhoun at, oh. at UConn, and there's Kev Walker, uh, and then they have to head to Columbia and host Georgia, and they wrap it up with the Commodores. So when you look at those games, realistically, I don't. I mean, I know that there aren't high expectations for Florida, but still, it's a trip to Gainesville. There's no Hendon Hooker this year. South Carolina, A&M, at Alabama, at Kentucky at Missouri, and at home against Georgia. That's why I'm saying nine's going to be a large number for yeah. them to go over. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In this, the year that Missouri had... I mean, they, I think they beat Tennessee's win total or tie it, you think, right? Wow, look at oh, you. That's a good question. Well, I mean, I didn't right. think about if, that. If not, this guy, you are <laughs> bullish. <laughs> I, I, I guess I'm a little down on the SEC oh, at the what? bottom tier of it. Oh. Um, I, I just think that Arkansas game... That's that's gonna be that one to where is it gonna be eight? Is it gonna be nine? I think nine
4: might, wins from a this year. I think you're definitely nice. gonna
0: lose to Georgia LSU for sure. Those are two guarantees. They don't have a their defense against the spread offense of Tennessee did not work out well. No, so that's that's a game to where if even if Tennessee down would be a tough battle. Mm-hmm. So I think if you can get to eight, win your bowl game, get to nine. I think Drake might. Well, you got at nine there. Uh, with the bowl win, yeah, with
2: a bowl win, we can only speak in the uh, season regular season. Yeah, That's eight wins in the uh, yeah,
0: eight. I think eight. eight Florida's a got a
2: brutal schedule. They start off this week at Utah, which is ranked 14th. They also host Tennessee in September and at Kentucky in September. That's all the start, and they're at South Carolina at home against Georgia in October, against Arkansas at LSU at Missouri and at home against Florida State in November.
4: Well, uh, kudos to them for
0: playing a legitimate schedule.
2: They have well, they play Florida State every year and they're opening up yeah. with Utah. And now Utah's they also a legitimate have McNeese team. and Charlotte.
0: Well, now, I may be not... wrong on this in terms of how easy Missouri's schedule is compared to years past. Wouldn't this be a practical I think season? it's
2: easy to start. It gets rough yeah. after the month of September. That's why I don't it should get... be should be at a minute. I mean, if 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 Eli Drinkwitz in Missouri is three and two after September. They're going to really have a, a situation on their hands in the back half of the schedule, and he's going to have a situation on his hands as far as his job. But if they are four and one going into LSU, then they can then seven wins is is in play. Who's that it, one loss? Yeah, to Kansas State.
0: Yeah, there that can think. K State,
2: uh, K State, Memphis, Vanderbilt. I mean, I don't think you can put. I mean, certainly there's always a chance, but South Dakota, Middle Tennessee should not be in play. K State being the most likely, Memphis. In Vanderbilt you know I'm, they're not going to get much attention but you know, that's those why are, those are those aren't sure things if
5: you're Missouri that's why your bet is so good over six or six and a half you know even if they slip up in one of those games they should be four and one they could very easily be five and oh going into LSA. the meat of the schedule and you only got to win two of those games to win
2: your bet that's why I think that's a lock Larry I, Thornton has released his play.
4: What's his play?
2: My prediction is Mizzou wins a big one. No one has them winning, but also drops a game we thought they should have been a win. Seven and five. The big win is Drink's marquee win, and he returns for another season. Rinse and repeat. Doesn't sound like he's excited yeah. about it, but that's Larry Thornton's thought. But
0: I don't get the Sam Horn. Like I bring up the reason I bring up the the schedule. I don't get why you would start Sam Horn, especially if you're Drink with this is. You know the make-or-break year for you. I know you're extended till 2026. But I don't think he with, said he's going to start him. Man. No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm talking talk about the fan base that you know is anti-Brady Cook and wants Sam Horn to be the guy. I don't, With that easy of a schedule and the need to need at least win seven or eight games, starting somebody who has two total pass attempts does nothing to your job security at all. You know what I mean? Like I, I think Brady Cook gives you the best chance to save your job.
4: Unless Horn is. Just tearing it up in practice. If he was
0: a five-star, can't-miss, four-star quarterback, All-American, I understand that there is some appeal there. I just, what I've seen in the little video they release at camp, and obviously what you saw with two passes, if you can't win that job without saying, oh, because you're a four-star, I don't know if that's the guy you want to lead to yeah. try to get the seven or eight wins. You
3: can't base your analysis off camp videos on Instagram.
0: I'm basing it off of he he hasn't won the job against somebody to where everybody thinks he's terrible, Brady Cook being. Like, if you can't beat the quote unquote really bad and inaccurate Brady Cook, then really how good are you? Because I don't think Drink is giving Brady Cook any special treatment of any kind. I think Drink probably hopes Horn wins the job because you got a young guy, you got a guy going to pan out and probably save your job. So if you can't beat out Brady Cook, then I don't know if that's a good thing. Like I love Brady Cook, but if you're a four star, you should be able to beat out that type of player. It's my only huh. thing. So I don't like don't I don't like I don't like the the fact that Sam Horn should start just because he's a four star recruit. Well, I don't think that's the only reason why he's. Getting if you go to time. any any message board, any like Mizzou page of any kind, that is the sentiment. that he's the four star quarterback. You should start. I think that's yeah. dangerous. Jake Garcia was a five star, and he's on a third team. So it doesn't matter about stars. Yeah, well, uh, but
4: that shows that the coaches don't care once you're there how many stars you have. Which I like. They care how well you play.
2: Yeah. Uh, Chunk and the Chuck has just uh, sent in his picks. Doug, do you want to yeah, hear? Yeah, we've
4: it? been waiting well, are for Are we just them? getting picks now? We don't need
0: your picks. Random. We don't fans. need them.
2: Uh, he's got them undefeated going into uh, Brian Kelly. Uh, then uh, losing to LSU, losing in Lexington, winning against Beamerball, losing against Georgia, losing against Tennessee, and winning against the Gators and Will Pig suey and Doug. Okay. That would get them to eight
0: wins. Well, thank God, God we four. got his picks in. I think that's almost my exact one, okay. but I think they beat Kentucky and lose to Arkansas. I think he just flipped a game, okay. but I think the, that's an accurate. Kind of, I think that's accurate of what Mizzou football season could look like. When they run out of the field tonight. And that's beating tonight. the Gators. You know, that, they're, they're, there's some significant program-type wins there along in that season.
4: When they run out of the field tonight to open the season, you know, all 80-some-odd members of the team run. on I would like to see Drinkwitz drive onto the field in a semi-tractor trailer, throwing NIL money out the window. Just
0: And then they take an hour after that to redo the field because mm-hmm. you just... <laughs> there's tire marks dumb. out
4: there. But
3: well, we've set the stage. This is who we are now. Didn't you I, say that he would be in a little fez hat? Oh, yeah. Shriner's car. Shriner. I think
0: that would be way funnier. Mm-hmm. And he's not in the back. He's leading the charge. Every,
4: every now and then going up on two wheels.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> see the guys like link arms and all this.
5: Moolah. I'd rather see him in a tiger outfit in a hot air balloon just dropping cash down to the crowd. Oh.
0: I love and all of those. I, I, and I, I'm sure he'll have some interesting intros this year. Hey, it's Jackson, here to talk to you about Factor. Eating
3: better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. My favorite part about Factor is the convenience of it all. These are no prep, no mess meals ready to go in two minutes. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save! They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to slash McKernan50 and use code McKernan50 to get 50% off. That's code McKernan50 at slash McKernan50 to get 50% off.
2: Banty Mizzou Plowsy is my favorite Plowsy. I hope Mizzou has a great season just as much as I do for a bad season. It's entertainment either way. That's from
0: the Crestwood Coyote. I'll laugh and bash Mizzou. This is me giving hope to the program that I think if they stick to the game plan, I think eight wins is there. Now, if they win three or four, I'll be jumping for joy. But if they win eight, I think I'll pat myself on the back as well. So I think it's a win-win for me. Um,
2: we'll just, yeah, It's a win win for anybody who uh heads over to Glen Betts and uh sees what's doing there, Doug. It's on Manchester. What is that, about a half mile east of i uh, Manchester and Bulp, yeah, yeah, in that in that in that nape of the woods, right. neck of yeah. the way. What are you doing here? It's Glen Betts Jewelers. I passed by there Saturday. I should have stopped in and said hi.
5: Hi, Craig. Hi, David. They're all there, and I'm sure Missy was probably there on Saturday.
2: Like, was Missy there? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't I there. I didn't get the I schedule email. <laughs> uh, uh, it's Glenn Betts Jewelers. If you are in the market for jewelry, here's where you go. Glenn Betts Jewelers, G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z Jewelers.com. G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z com. Oh. Yep. In the jewelry business, there is good, better, and then there is bets. Doug, do you have a jingle that would maybe resonate with our audience?
4: Good, better, best.
2: Never let it rest. Till your good is better and your better is bets. So good. The Mm -hmm. Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. It's Glenn Betts Jewelers in business in St. Louis since 1941, operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. Glenn Betts Jewelers dot com. Support the sponsors. It's the only reason this little thing in a closet next to a urinal uh, exists, if I'm mm-hmm. being honest.
4: Right. I don't know of another studio like it any worse. Where you can hear men wee? Right. <laughs> I don't know if that was the plan going in, but it's a nice little feature now that we've discovered <laughs> it. It's <is> nice.
5: <laughs> I guarantee that's what it was. Post-game cigars Karatina? on the field are
2: a given tonight after they eke out a ten-point victory against the team they should have blown out. Right? That's oh. from Carlos spicy wiener.
0: Now, is it alarming if they win by like seventeen? Like, what's what's the what's the point total win that you're going to be concerned with? Like, under twenty point I victory? Think it
2: was eye-opening when they played Missouri State and allowed like forty points.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, in there, were, it, could there be a scenario so there, where there, there win can and...
2: be situation? There can be an injury. You can say like I said, that's the thing and and Gabe has written about this on power Mizzou as well And he's gonna be with us on Mondays during the year brought to you by James Carlton he will be with us on Friday So he'll be with us tomorrow on balloon party Um, You know a couple years ago when he was kind of grinding the clock to reduce the damage against Texas A&M I thought oh boy, this is not This is not an SEC caliber coach if that's what you're doing like you're like a CYC coach doing that kind of crap But last year, I mean, hey, there was, there was, I thought there was progress, but because it was year three and and still things hadn't led to a a seven win season, I think some fans who were really high on him, whether it be because recruiting rankings or the LSU thing in year one, uh, were starting to sell their stock. But from my standpoint, I saw progress last year, combine that with keeping Blake Baker bringing a play caller on offense and having 18 returning starters from a team that really was a handful of plays away from being in in nine wins. Now it does cut the other way. They had to dodge Vanderbilt, Um, you know. But uh, I just that's that's where that's where my optimism comes from.
0: And I know a lot of fans say they were you know a better quarterback away from they had had to dodge Arkansas as well. Yes. I think they were on offensive coordinator away from two or three more wins. Like I, I, I actually think it's a smart idea for Drink to give up the play call. So I, I, I thought it was a little bit too generic and basic. They didn't utilize a lot of Brady Cook's athleticism outside of broken play to where you know he had mm-hmm. to run for his life. But I think those three or four games to where Drink wasn't calling the plays, you could just see a little bit of a mix and run, some QB draws. So I, I am I for Missouri, I'd be very thankful that. You know, drink, just recruiting and doing his cigar smoking. Because mm. having an offensive coordinator will help out a lot.
3: For reference, um, when Mizzou opened the season in 2021, they defeated the Central Michigan Chippewas
0: 34 to 24.
3: Is that Jim McElwain?
2: See that—that's concerning.
0: Know. Wouldn't that be concerning? 100 percent. That was 10? that was
2: the year they got what? That was the A and M year, right? It had to be, I think.
3: Uh, and they I got so.
2: Tennessee. That
3: was the year that uh, Brady, or Connor Bazilek threw the softball toss to the tight end against Florida.
2: Yes, Daniel Parker. Uh, yes, and then that led to a.
3: Both guys transferring.
0: <laughs>
3: uh, also, for reference, Central Michigan is only a 14 and a half point dog to Michigan State uh, tomorrow night. So, so it's a decent program. It could be a more of a Chippewa. Is that
2: Jimmy Backleweight? I
4: don't know if it's. Corey? He, I don't know.
2: He went from Gainesville to Central Michigan.
4: Okay. You don't see you that do too that with the, your hands.
5: That's the Drinkowitz route uh-oh like he'll go from mizzou to south dakota state
0: they started at appalachian
4: <laughs> St- state
5: dayton state
0: dayton state there is no dayton state uh, it's actually a powerhouse program built by jim trussell he left youngtown state
4: Isn't that where scoochie smith played for oh, like yeah, eight years in
3: college basketball oh. played eight years yeah.
0: Scoochie.
3: The top story for Michigan State football is Michigan State football reveals uniform combination for Central Michigan. Oh, and this was Sports gosh. Illustrated. Did it?
0: their uniform combo is awful.
3: Well, when they wear that neon green crap. Well,
0: even even they're like white on whites with the white helmets are pretty terrible. I disagree.
3: I think Michigan State has beautiful
0: uniforms. I can't I can't do any uniform now that they've changed. I miss the old school late '90s, early 2000s, both basketball and football, both college and pros. No. God, jerseys are so generic now, man. Kills me.
5: We talk about jerseys, but I would like to talk about a field. And I believe Boise State. It should be outlawed to have a blue turf. Nick, yeah. I don't care. For fortunately, you.
0: have your mittens still on. Hot. Eastern Washington was hot, has. But a, I agree with it. Eastern Washington has a red field. I don't like that mistaken. either. And there's a high school with a black field now. Oh. Imagine oh. how hot that is in the summer practicing, with black turf. Yeah.
3: Coastal Carolina's got that teal field. I like that. I like that, though.
0: That I do like.
3: Uh, Larry
2: Thornton has issued uh, his uh, analysis of Eli Drinkwitz, Doug. Would you like to hear it? Sure. Drink was a one-year head coach when he got here, and it does seem like he is learning and adapting. And I applaud him for that. I'm just tired of the act. But (laughs) I am intrigued by having an offensive coordinator and him diving into the CEO role. It's from Larry Thornton.
0: I think that's where his best move is. Now, you could probably upgrade your offensive coordinator over time, and, you know, like Alabama does, you just go after a fired coach and yeah. somebody with a little bit of a background issue, and then you hire him. And He may be very effective as a CEO, Ted Lasso type. I agree. Mm-hmm. The offense, like, he he almost tried to play like Madden instead of actually calling plays, you know, one of those coaches who mm-hmm. are, oh, this worked with, you know, when I was watching my son play a video game, let's, let's put that one into the playbook. Oh, for him. Uh, Jackson,
2: uh, you can make a play on this uh, if you'd like at Circa Sportsbook, can't you? That's where you were last week, Bill.
3: Absolutely. I mean, times are ticking to get that Mizzou bed in. But if you sign up before September 9th, you can get one of the two major contests going on Ill. right now at Circa Sports. You know how much they got in guaranteed prizes? How much? Boys? Oh, just $14 million. Oh, what? Yeah, just a, just a tidy little $14 million. And there is no rake, so if the entries go above that guarantee, all extra money will go. To the prize pool. Now you must register in person at Circus Sportsbook in Nevada, where KG and Ota and I were last week. Weekly picks we made through a proxy that you register with from anywhere. First up, circa millions. Six million in guaranteed prizes, one thousand per entry, max of five entries per person. Pick five teams against the spread every week. The winner takes home one million dollars. There are quarterly and season-long prizes to go right along with that. Then they got the circa survivor. With eight million guaranteed to the winner or winners, one thousand per entry, max of ten entries per person. Pick one team straight up every week to win. If the team loses or ties, the entry is eliminated. You can only pick each team once in the season. Go twenty and zero or be the last person standing to win. It's all available over at Circus Sportsbook in Nevada. Get involved. Check it out.
2: There it is. Send your emails in for our designer heating and cooling email today, which comes your way in about forty minutes. Jackson and I'll head down the hallway. And what is it called today? Is it the sports business? Journal, Review? no, uh, it's half another, and half.
3: Another half and half. I got uh today's a, a special bonus. I got seven questions for that. And we have seven Taylor Twelman using the shears. Yep, Twoman shears. Ah, uh, yes, balloon party. Yeah,
2: oh, got a sound story at eleven thirty. Cool. Beautiful weather. Got Missouri. <laughs> got Missouri taking on South Dakota. Florida taking on Utah. Are
5: we off Monday?
0: I was wondering don't that as well. a
4: totally different subject.
5: Actually, that yes. he brought totally it up. totally different Are subject. we off
0: Monday?
5: Yes. Okay. We were talking about topics on the table. I threw one out. Are we off I
0: Monday? didn't know if these were, like, the optional ones where we could work and bank a day okay. or if we were actually off. Sweet, dude. All right. Talk about that. We are off. Okay. Yes.
2: Uh, that then. is a Hubbard company holiday. Okay. Gotcha. Doug, is it a federal holiday? Yeah. I believe it oh, is. 100%. Yeah,
4: yeah this just
5: makes a lot of sense. You celebrate the labor force by telling them you don't have to work. Like Sounds that. like you're not happy yeah. about the holiday.
4: Now you want to work instead of no, taking the day say, off? I'm taking the we day We can't please you. I'll leave the board to you. No, I don't,
5: sir. I don't work, not work, whatever I'm told
2: to do. When
4: I was a kid, it was the absolute worst day of the year.
2: Labor because school was starting yeah, the next day. The
4: next day it started. Oh,
0: I dreaded Labor
2: Day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was horrible. And
4: now they horrible.
2: start
0: before Labor Day
4: now
2: yeah. for the
0: most
5: part.
4: Two right. or three weeks before, Huh. Right? Mm-hmm. Now you like it again because it's yeah. one less day you got to go to
5: school. It didn't take much for me to cry back then. I'd cry when... All right, kids, let's go. We go to 6 and Fuller's, get new uniforms this year. <laughs>
4: All
5: right, time to get up. I got some oatmeal for you. Go to school.
4: <laughs>
5: God, I hated school.
0: I could have skipped, like, oh every goodness. day of school, but I chose to Why go. Why
4: did you, you hate it so much? <sighs> where your friends were, that's where things happened, that's a, where a, the activities were.
5: I had to leave the house. You had to be, like, six, seven hours without my mom. My dad, I got homesick.
4: Huh. And I was, a, as a senior citizen, you still don't like to leave the
5: house. Yeah. It started as kindergarten. My dad would have lunch with me, and then he'd have to go back to work, and I'd start crying.
4: Oh. other kids make fun of you when you're crying? I don't remember.
5: Probably not. They were probably all crying and peeing their pants. And...
4: I don't recall crying in kindergarten.
5: Well, I cried when I had to leave lunch.
4: Just just when lunch was over. Here come the, here come the water work.
5: Because my dad would leave, you have to You're go back to work. A little sensitive. My dad was uh, my dad worked at the Sherman School where I went to when I went to kindergarten at Sherman. And he'd always come and have lunch with me, and then he'd go back to work, and I had to go to class, and I'd cry.
4: How long did you
5: cry? I don't know, like, like for got, a while. I got back into class.
4: Okay. I was a crybaby. Well, I don't know. It's unusual for a family with a bunch of kids to have a crybaby in there usually the other siblings would have beaten some of that out of you. <laughs>
5: well, I had two older sisters. They weren't beating anybody.
4: Well, it just shamed you. I don't mean physically beating it out of you. I just mean they would have toughened you up a little bit.
5: I no, thought it was cute that I was a mama's boy.
4: I've heard uh, somebody, have read an article where the guy is saying one of the reasons we have such a sensitive, easy-to-offend society now is so many people don't come from families where they had five six seven siblings anymore where a lot of that was taken out of them as as kids as of now there's a lot of single single children or you have one sibling and the parents dote on the one or two kids so much that the kids think you know they are the center of the universe and should get everything that they little hearts desire and now we're into the everybody gets a trophy generation and everybody's offended if things don't go exactly their way when if you came from a you know you go couple generations removed, it wasn't uncommon to have seven, eight, nine kids in the family. Yeah. And and you weren't the center of the universe. Yeah.
2: It's a good observation. I wonder if psychologically yeah. there's something to that. I
4: think there probably is. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I do too. I mean I'm granted I have absolutely no information, but just playing that out in my mind that would make sense.
5: Yeah we had a I had a friend who was a only child and he was kinda like that. Yeah
4: you know, he got everything he wanted go out to his house and he mm-hmm. was always yelling at his mom and dad.
5: I didn't ask for that. I wanted this. Mm-hmm. Go back and get that. God, do you actually right. talk to your parents like that?
4: And try that if you had five or six brothers and sisters. See what the what a, the response would have been. And a dad who had worked mm-hmm.
2: 14 hours just to right. live paycheck to paycheck and mm-hmm. come home and he's got a scotch right there as he's watching. What is he watching? Uh, he's right. watching the Honeymooners.
4: And kid number five is unhappy that the oatmeal wasn't just the right
2: temperature. <laughs> what do you think that'd play? A little
4: backhand. Yeah. All right, how do you like the oatmeal now? Mm. Okay, I'll never complain again.
5: Now, my brother, my younger brother's always complained because they would get my hand-me-downs, and they always, I don't want Kenny's pants. He peed in them. Mm. <laughs> 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 your parents actually gave pee pants? Well, she'd wash them, but then
4: Why did you pee in your pants? I don't know. You're crying, you're peeing in your pants. must have been a troubled childhood.
5: <laughs> I don't know. I just remember everybody threw up in that school.
2: People what? are only having one or two kids because it costs a left nut to raise them. Daycare costs are making it impossible.
4: Yeah, that's true too. That's my what Jackson's
2: low for whatever the reason is.
4: That's it's that's true. My, it's my much sister, more expensive.
5: People had seven, eight kids during the depression.
4: Dude, my they,
2: sir,
0: die. they did. My sister before I mean, birth control too, though. One should point yeah, out. And the right.
2: prevalence of anal. Yeah, you know, Montana, have to you have to <laughs> nanny. Work you that, have to nanny
0: share in Montana. My sister make great money. Obviously, they're they're very well off. And she has the nanny share, meaning, like, somebody actually literally quit their, like, marketing, executive marketing job to mm. nanny. And then she makes, that twice, right? she makes twice as much money doing that. Doug, let's go you be nannies know. in Montana. Yeah, five kids. They all, I mean, all of them pay $1, 12 1500 a week. Boom. She got that yeah. Simpsons money. What's she doing working? Oh, she loves working, man. She's great. She's the only speech pathologist in the area. So she has to do a lot of traveling. So
4: you there. can make 5000 a week or so by nannying easy. three or four kids? Easy. Okay.
0: Easy. I easy like do that. That's why, I mean, this lady had a six-figure job that she quit in one second and had done this for a couple of years yeah. now. A six-figure job
4: a, is 2000 a week. It's so two, if you can make 5000 a week?
0: Yeah, it's like, uh, there's like a two-year wait for any daycare service in Dara, Montana. At least in like that Bozeman area. Now I'm not talking like the outskirts or whatever.
4: Well, why don't we move up there? Run a little daycare Absolutely and do could. a yes, radio could. show. Absolutely could. Yes, we
0: could. Isn't that wild? You think anyone would trust us with their children? So I would agree. I don't have kids, but I've heard that, you know, the daycare aspect of, I mean, that's a huge process. And if yeah. you find one you like, you got to hold on to it. If it's like a landlord. Mm. You know, want to keep that relationship right. going. People do no that with cause.
4: babysitters here. Oh, for sure. You don't tell anyone. If you get a really good babysitter, you mention it to no one.
5: That is the truth. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. <laughs> I just put a sign on my door.
0: we will pay you up front. My apartment.
5: <laughs> Iggy's. Tropical forest daycare. You come in, there's got like five or six bobbleheads they can play with.
0: And your first customer would probably mm. be the SWAT team.
5: There you go. Sit out in the breezeway and have a sandwich.
0: There's probably some kids there
4: at the apartment complex that you could you could nanny easily.
0: No, nope. yeah, no kids. Chip balls in the yard, make them go get it like yeah, fetch. Yeah. yeah, not one kid in my building. Really? None. No. Huh.
4: That's no. unusual.
5: Like, well, there's nothing available now. There's, you know, 25 people moved into five apartments.
4: Hmm. Quite often, people who live in apartments are younger and tend to have younger kids.
0: I have a beef with people who have infant children that live in apartments that complain about little things. Like, your kid's crying at all hours of the night. I'm not saying anything, but, like, you know, if I'm a little loud, they're like, you're waking up my baby, it's like... I had to do it one time. I go, no offense. You're in an eight hundred square foot apartment, you guys are married and you're you know, you have a kid and you know, you're renting an apartment in a apartment complex, like I think you guys have a problem not with me, but like maybe with your situation. <laughs> so like stop complaining, man. Oh. You're in a complex. Yeah. Sometimes it's tough. Now if they're using your stuff and certainly doing all that, like the Iggy situation, certainly you complain. It's different, yeah. People are gonna complain about noise when your baby's up at like three in the morning and I'm not saying anything about that. Right. A when you event.
4: have a, a difficult baby and it's hard to get them to go to sleep, once they're asleep, you want the whole world to be quiet. And I get
0: that too. I, I understand that, but I can't be on a baby schedule. No, you know, if, if it's not my my own, you know. Right.
2: Uh, you can send your emails in. A lot of topics covered here in this eight o'clock hour, had a <laughs> seven o'clock hour as well. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. Brought to you by Design Air Heating and Cooling Online at DesignAirService.com, the official HVAC provider. Of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show. Send your questions in for erotic stories, really, for QFTA. Tim McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Balloon party at 10 o'clock. Uh, big uh, seven question, half and half. And Taylor Twelman talking about the Dogs win last night against Dallas. Uh, what else we got going on? We got a meeting at 11, Doug, and then we got a sound story at 11.30... Ah, I gotta be back home at 3:45. My six-year-old has a doctor's appointment. Then we got Missouri mm. at seven. Got Florida and Utah at seven. It's Florida and Utah at seven as well. That's what. Six thirty. I
3: think. I don't know. is that right? I think it's six thirty, Tim. <sighs> uh, confirming. It's seven o'clock. It is seven o'clock.
2: Okay. And then Elaiza's Instagram. I guess that's
3: kind of my day. No, no. Is
4: Mizzou on ESPN? Uh, SEC network. network. SAC network. Of okay. course they are.
0: Couldn't
3: make the big boy network. Well, I think I so can get South to Do you think they're going to get the big boy? I thought they were going to be a
0: CBS. How many games are on? The Nestler and Gary Daniels.
3: <laughs> Tim, Plowboy,
2: and Ken are playing on their phones during the show. It's from Harrison's Brother <laughs> Master. He's like the he's like he's the school
5: nardling on. Them. <laughs> nah 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 nah. on, oh, oh, okay. hey, You think I care?
0: Hey teacher, he's playing on his phone. Nah 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 nah. You got in trouble. I love how you can immediately point out who you'd never hang out with in your entire <laughs> life, and that's definitely one of them.
5: Oh, these <laughs> <laughs> so boys ignited. Know. What do you consider playing on them. the phone? You consider maybe I looked up Mizzou's schedule. I was on Twitter. Of course, now I got a one of. them. Neighbor and I got.
3: <laughs> What's your neighbor doing? What's going on?
5: I just took pictures of all five of them walking out of the apartment yesterday morning. At the
4: oh, time. I why? You, you got right in front of them and took their picture.
5: So do you stand outside and get pictures of your neighbor? No. I, I act like I'm playing on my phone. I just, I, I need. Ooh.
4: What? What evidence? They've already. <laughs> people know they're there. The landlord rented to them. I don't, I don't think they know
5: there's five living in
4: there. Well, they don't care because it's oh, probably yeah. Section Eight. The government's paying. They don't care. They know and
0: they're going to get the that money. Check. Yeah, they're making the money. There's no way they do anything. Sadly. They'd prefer to have them than you, probably.
5: (laughs) I don't know. My question is, you think they know I'm taking a picture, looking at them, they're just looking right at me?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Definitely no. (sighs) Wait till you leave that flash on one time. Well, is is there any rule? You know, there is a rule about how many
4: kids you can have in a certain apartment based on the bedrooms. Because when I needed to rent a house for just a couple months with three kids, I could not rent a two-bedroom apartment. By state law, they could not rent me a two-bedroom apartment. Well, I had Maryland. to find a three-bedroom. I never know. did, and had to rent a house.
5: Yeah, I know Maryland Heights has, like, zoning laws, but I think the complex, I think it's in the least that a one-bedroom apartment can have two adults and one baby. Uh, probably. That's it, yeah. not five adults.
4: No, but if you have three kids, you have to have a three-bedroom apartment. Yeah. And I they think... don't make many of those. No,
5: and, and the housing market is. I mean, it's tough to find any place to live in nowadays, but
4: who yeah. somebody's pissing.
2: I hear that. That was a strong start. Yeah, I didn't let yeah, to, yeah.
4: to drink this morning.
2: <laughs> All right, we'll break. We'll come back with the 9 o'clock hour and the design air heating and cooling email of the day. <laughs> this <laughs> is Ryan Kelly, morning after. From Nickelodeon. For Tim